Welcome to another episode of the Most Serious Podcast. Uh, today I have someone with a similar uh, nickname as I have in home, and he has that as his real name. He doesn't have two names, or I don't know if he does yet. So welcome, are you to the Most Serious Podcast? Thank you so much for being here and just talking, man. Thank you so much for having me. I used to have are you as a nickname, but they liked it so much that they made it my. real official name that's <laughs> everywhere are you let's uh, let's start somewhere where you know you wouldn't usually start if you were to introduce yourself or if you were to have like you know just a stock societal conversation so let's start with something which uh, you know you usually don't tell in your introductions so introduction is mostly about okay uh, just education experience i won't tell you all those things okay they okay. are pretty much there i'll tell you what i really find valuable which does not make directly which does not directly impress people in an interview but it's who i am i take immense pride in it i take immense pride really get lot of joy by just sharing my ideas and getting to know other people's opinions it's just a mental curiosity to know different perspectives and the getting platforms like this and others where i can share what i feel just connecting with people is a wholesome feeling is what i really enjoy and that's what makes me who i am so even if i am dead tired it's 2 am just start a stimulating conversation and i can go on till night so that is who i am i don't talk about this in any interview but that's what makes me who i am and do you uh, so i have through this course of ha- hosting this show and through this course of you know having um better conversations as I-, i try to have better conversations in life and i feel like we were talking before just recording this episode that you know uh, how important it is to actively listen and actively want to listen as well mostly i feel that uh, you know through the course of conversations that we are having in daily life it's just wait waiting for a turn to reply so is it how much uh, how did you discover this fact like for me it was just knowing that i'm not listening to the other person i'm just waiting for my turn to respond that was a big insight for me like okay i am not receiving anything yet i am just i am just giving 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 so when did you realize that you know communication is a two way street you also should be open enough to receive you should always be open enough to kind of listen to what the other person has to say certainly so it it only boils down to a simple fact the time you realize that the person in front of you or the group of people in front of you have lot of insights to share that can benefit you hmm. you value their knowledge and experience the moment you genuinely value and respect them it comes automatically you don't have to be like okay i have to listen i have to listen you know you they might be talking about something that's random you have to attend okay maybe something something golden will come out of it and then you automatically just get into listening mode because mm. now your brain knows this guy knows something the moment you like okay this guy is too young or from a different background or this and that you judge the person beforehand before you even listen to that person that's when you stop listening and uh, that's one thing that changed i found so many people who were far younger to me who were let's say from unorthodox backgrounds while i was traveling across the country i in a train i met people who you would not conveniently think okay this is an inspirational person they were older women doing a small medium sized business but i learned more from those women than from a business course hmm 
just because i listened because i thought yes this person can teach me something hmm i think that, that is very yeah that's 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 a huge value if someone can take away from this that you know before judging that conversation that you're having or before stereotyping the person that you are about to have that with uh that certainly blocks a lot of uh, wisdom coming your way or a lot of anything coming your way because you've put barriers now of thinking that i am on a higher ground than the person who is in front of me i think it also works like uh, in in a different direction as well like once if you start feeling like uh, you know when i think there's this uh, there's this graph in which it's like how do you decide what's the optimal level of flow or focus so it has to be interesting enough also but it has to be challenging also to some extent because if it's too easy and it's interesting then you don't tend to listen to it if it's very hard then you give up in the beginning already so i think the things the the fact that you mentioned um, like brings up this thought in my mind that it has to be stimulating as well but it also has to be a little bit challenging for you to have that interest nahi to like in classes we all just doze off we don't want to listen to what the teachers have to say i i i'm guilty of that i've slept through so many classes <laughs> i would not give a a gyan of that you should always try it it's just an approach yeah that gets you by so uh, let's say if it's easy we all think that let's say pythagoras theorem is easy right i have a degree i studied engineering maths and i was teaching pythagoras theorem to these kids and they were asking me questions of how this how does this apply mm. in reality and so we have to think about okay the second follow back question from that person okay how do i apply pythagoras theorem i can't apply it in real life because there is gravity and all that so just a single question from a person who is just studying that what you may call as easy hmm. can take can give you the curiosity so you have to be really hungry and curious while talking to people on the other hand it is equally important to value your own time hmm. if you feel that i have given this person enough opportunities to uh, drive my intellectual curiosity and if it's not working out be respectful and feel like okay i'll i'll enjoyed the conversation that we had it might not have maybe uh worked for both of us it we didn't have a serendipitous moment but it was fun i'll see you um on and maybe it's possible you might meet the person from 2 years from now just because you built a rapport with them you find something interesting so don't be so hard and fast don't be so Uh, seeking of let's say perfection yeah. in a conversation conversation you can't plan a conversation we we didn't plan this is a kind con- of conversation this is how yeah. i talk maybe in the next couple of minutes we talk there will be just one minute of something that is important to you and that is mm. enough yeah yeah no that makes sense i i want to uh, circle back to pythagoras theorem for a bit and i want to yeah. ask you this question that you are the golden boy of indian academics right you've gone to iit bombay and i am and you've got those big names on your resume so how do you apply pythagoras theorem in your daily life can you just explain that to me and to people who listen to this show how does studying this much has gotten you uh, your ways with applying sin thetas and cos thetas in the real world <laughs> okay that that's a very very tough question <laughs> frames but that's a tough question uh, just just a mild correction so i would not uh accredit myself to iit bombay i said it from iit kanpur so oh, iit kanpur yeah. and iit they are my alma maters but yes i have learned some maths uh i'll tell you the pythagoras theorem as a fundamental 
it means if you have to go through two perpendicular directions the fastest way is the straight line if you see pythagoras theorem as that point that that's fact okay you have to go from point a to point b the straight line is the fastest way and then you do something so suppose you are you're designing a network and you want to go from a to b to c to d so you should immediately know that the fastest way to is from a to d if a to d is blocked what's the other so any algorithm you design in computer science it's sort of based on it direct this direct connection is the fastest maybe you want to build something let's say uh, build a land area and be like okay i have to minimize the distance between these two points these two points should be the closest so mm. you would not think about calculating every single distance every single route to it yeah. the fastest route is the direct route that's pythagoras theorem in its entirety so it's it's applied everywhere i can't just cook up a really perfect <laughs> amazing example right now but so i'll tell you this so everywhere you measure your phone screen is set 6.7 inches screen 7 inches screen yeah. what is a 7 inch it is the diameter oh okay it is, it is you see let's say not diameter diagonal sorry is it diagonal from one edge to another hmm. why don't they give you the length and breadth and then we like okay you know how big the size is yeah because typically if you it is the shortest distance between these two points so by that you can compare phones quickly it's the diagonal of the phone that's given 6.7 inches you measure length and breadth it's not that case they just give you 6.7 inches is the screen size and 16 by 9 mm. it's not pythagoras theorem it's just saying 16 by 9 is the case and it is uh, 6.7 inches so it's it's simplifying you it's helping you visualize a three dimension body by a point by a number yeah and if you want a two dimensional metric so it's all simplification we use it every single day we just don't realize it that much so that that's one example of how pythagoras theorem can work out i hope i was smart enough so that i could have <laughs> a really amazing example of something you can play with but uh, those are some examples put you on the spot with uh, those heavy names right iits and iims now everyone's judging you so i that. i have i have justice <laughs> to it i uh, i just tell you the best thing that these institutions teach you is fundamental thinking okay i boil down a pythagoras theorem of h square plus p square sorry uh, p square plus b square equal to h square into the shortest between two points distance between mm. two points is a direct line that's a deduction out of it and then whatever i want i can play with it so this fundamental thinking of why we are doing it what it actually means to a simple person is what these institutions gave me i can is apply it, it anywhere is it just yeah. that are you is it, are these institutions uh, because i want to understand this from a from a level which is not a very stock again you know which is not the polished answer that you give at press conferences so i want to understand it it from a point of view that see i'll tell you where i am coming from so i feel that the nature of education the nature of uh, how we learn things the nature of how we are going to progress as a society or you know as just a civilization is that with everything that's been coming up ai and you know new tech and all these different job opportunities and everything so i really want to understand that what will keep these legacy institutions still stay where they are or will they or i because i for the life of myself can't 
decide that will they or will they not and i can challenge this for like the biggest institutions of course i this is my personal opinion but i feel do you you being a person who has gone through them and i want to understand this from your point of view is it just this that they are giving to you or is it something else no no it's it's one of the things that they give to us i'll simplify it so 2 plus 2 is 4 you study from a really worst college in the country the best college in the country the best college in the world it's 2 plus 2 equals to 4 yeah so the core concepts will stay the same and even you like okay i can self learn them through a book so you don't even need a institution to teach you that the advanced so the concepts they're not teaching you some magical concept the concept is same what changes is the environment where you study these concepts so in an iit or in an iim you are sitting in a classroom where most of your classmates have gone through two rigorous years of preparing for an exam while they were in their 16 some late teens they have persevered through the hardship and they have built a mindset of hard work of dedication of discipline so when such classmates come together there are some exceptions but some classmates come together you have a really competitive spirit so you are competing with the best so people didn't realize that if i am sitting in an iit classroom all my classmates friends are also iitians all of them are rank holders so they are all smart it's like really smart people when they come together they rub off their intelligence over each other so mm-hmm. why are we having this conversation because you think some of my knowledge can can rub off on you and the same from your end so we know that we are really intellectually curious we have some experience that the other person does not have some way of looking at something that other person does not have so we want to learn from one another that friction or that collision is much higher in a slightly prestigious institute they don't teach you something else but you would find people who are really driven who are really hard working towards something and that is why you'll see uh, people from these institutes succeeding in really unplanned fields as well you would see yeah. iitians who have gone on to become anything but an engineer yeah because there is something common in all of them that something common is that they have built a character through the process of getting into iit and throughout the iit that can help them succeed anywhere they step in and that comes off because you were in an environment where everyone was doing something really amazing so in my classmates some of them are among the best software engineers i know some became data scientists some are content creators whereas some are now getting into athletics and sports and these are all classmates they all are excelling in their fields so you can call it network you can call it class environment you can call it being with the best professors and the professors the better facilities give you the scope to study more if you are driven mm. so all those things make it special i still believe and i quote that uh iits don't make you an iitian the students are iitian themselves just because they study together they make iit what they are hmm the people make sense. its legacy yeah it's a correlation causation problem iit is not giving magical tips there they just invite the best talents they groom yeah. it in the best possible way and obviously they get the best results it's not nothing magical it's again 2 plus 2 is everywhere for i think i was uh, watching this 
recent YouTube interview of uh, Dhoni uh, with with a couple of folks, and he emphasizes so much on process. And uh, he, everyone asked him about how are you able to you know stay calm under situations, and how are you able to navigate people management? How are you able to handle those situations the way you do? So his answer was, and across different situations, I've seen him answer that I only care about my resource management and I care about what is the process demanding and what can I contribute to that process. So I never care about the result. And it's similar to what you are saying. Like the result is obviously a byproduct of what that combination, what that reaction of many smart people in a room provides. That's what makes it a prestigious or a legacy institute. But it's that process. It's those resources, how you're managing them. Like once it's a, it's a team, then it's a team. But I think also for an individual, like an individual is also just, you know, you're a team of your physical health, emotional health, mental health, and social health. So you have to, you are that captain of your, uh, all those systems, right? You are that CEO of the the personality that you are. So you have to take care of all these aspects. And one of them is fire, then you know, it could all shit could hit the fan. So I think that is that is a very important kind of insight that I think is 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 very, I don't know, intelligent or it's just it makes sense to me. It answers my question to a lot of extent. Uh, I want to know your uh, I want to know your opinion on the word you said in your answer, which was character. I want to understand what does it mean for you and what do you mean when you say it. So uh, to me, character, if I really simplify it, is having the ability to work on something that is a long-term uncertain goal. Everyone is, every word is really important. Long-term, uncertain, and goal. If you have the ability to do this, to me, you have a character. Your approach might be different. So if it's like everyone who is successful in any field has done this. So you have to think long term. You have to. You should not. You have to skip every short term gain thing, and it's and it's for something uncertain. So such as preparing for JE, or maybe preparing. Suppose maybe when Virat Kohli was uh, preparing to be what he is right now, he was not sure if he'll get a chance to even play for India. So it was uncertain, but goal. You should know exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. If you have these three things lined up, and if you can work for it, you stand out from most of the people. When you put any of this, when you put long term, nowadays everyone is getting short term rewards. There are apps that reward you in short term, give you dopamine high. There are other intoxication that reward you in short term, experiences that reward you in short term, or maybe it's it's really chill to just relax and watch netflix it's a short-term reward you need a, a person to consciously put in himself that i want something long term then it should be uncertain uncertainty is really really painful humans want certainty you know stock market people want really certainty tell me if this stock will work or not trust me no one can tell you it's uncertain you just can predict okay maybe this will work out because of so and so reasons because of maybe good debt to equity ratio or because of good P value or whatever you have hypothesis. So it's an uncertain situation and you know exactly what you want. I can bet you, I think among these three things, 
you can't find even one of them in many people mm. if you have these three things i'm talking about all of them log pas ek nahi hota hai and these three things are common in people who go through years of struggle and survive so it's a survival bias you can easily find iitians who are selling a basic chai on the some some street but that's an exception that happens so for an iitian most of them will have these three because of the process they go through because of what you mentioned in dhoni's way that they go through a process they realize that i don't know if i'll pass this course or not i don't know if i'll get into iit or not then if i don't know if i'll pass this course or not i don't know if i'll get the job or not even if i try and i don't know if i should do this or not iit has this confusion okay should i get into software engineering should i get into i should i get into something else so there is lot of time that they go through same with other people as well every successful people so you uh, check out the worst college in the country and find its most successful guy you'll find these character traits it's just some college people have this environment where they build it easier it's just it's easier it's not certain anyone can do it i even call it having a backyard iit you know nothing to do with being an iitian if you can get these three things imbibed in your personality that whatever you do you talk about people relationships can you get into a relationship where you know you want to do something long term you want something that that might slightly uncertain with a person but you know exactly that you want it to work Hmm. again long term uncertain goal oriented you want to get into uh, you want to just ex- become a really good swimmer you know that i don't know swimming but i'll go to the swimming place every single day practice i don't know if i'll become a swimmer or not uncertainty but you know clearly that okay i want it i want to be able to complete a lap in so and so time so that is if you have those three things you have my respect you have what i call as a character so i want to... a long answer short question <laughs> no no of course i you know the, this is where the magic happens i want to but i want to pick your brain more on the two words that you used you said uncertainty and you said a goal and you said goal of course is synonymous with clarity according to you i want to understand how do you define uncertainty and clarity in a similar sentence in a single sentence and how does one even attain them when you are saying you know you know that this is uncertain i think the result is uncertain but how can you even achieve clarity okay so uh, most people will claim that you have clarity from somewhere or you get inspiration from somewhere i'll tell you how clarity happens in real life that's how i got clarity you get clarity by failing imagine you are a blind footballer in a football field you keep on hitting the ball through all sides sometimes you go outside sometimes you score an own goal everyone just tells you this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong with time you will find that this part of the field is where the goal is mm-hmm. some people might hit the first goal and realize this is the goal this is the place i want to go so you realize by experimenting you realize by trying on different things people really think okay just tell me from the day i am born what is my goal what is my passion or what is something i is my purpose of my life you really don't mm. 
and this is the beauty of life suppose i tell you suppose i maybe when maybe dhoni was born someone told him that all you have to do is play cricket because you will be the best can have lived a day outside it hmm maybe the the failures he had while being a tt or while doing something else actually led him to what he became if all he did was play cricket might not have gotten us what we want yeah so the failures and just deflections you get from your incorrect attempts actually give you the direction and speed so clarity and goal comes from hit and try mm-hmm. it's sad it involves time it involves failures but it is the only way that works you have to be patient that this will be something so what's a goal goal is i want to let's say be the best cricketer that's a goal but how will you reach there he wanted to play cricket dhoni wanted to play cricket throughout a really long term once he got yeah. into it but then he was like okay but i also want to earn a living living so i'll go there i can't play for india i'll play these other uh, leagues i haven't scored some in some games i'll try something else so you morph maybe he wanted to let's say he, he was initially batting uh, ahead in the order but mm. later on he developed into a finisher yeah and the most fantastic shot we think of when we think of dhoni is the winning six that year in 2011 so he became a finisher through all these failures so you actually discover a goal you just have an idea of basically what you want to do but how you reach there and what it actually turns out to be is is always uncertain so you know 80% you know what you want to do 20% comes with time and uncertainty and for the 20% to come through you need long term so connect all these things together 80% you should have some idea so if you want to be a cricketer you would not get into dancing Hmm. So you're like, okay, I know somewhere I have to go this side. Suppose you want to go towards the sea, you would go towards the southern side of India. Yeah. But will you reach the port of Mumbai or Kerala or Vishakhapatnam? That is uncertain. And hmm. for that, you have to keep on walking, so that you reach one shore at least. That is long term. Hence, these three things are required, and that is, that is all. if you can do these three things you don't need a podcast you don't need a motivation session you don't need any career counselor if you know that this three is what i need your life is sorted that actually makes a lot of sense i think that's a very well constructed um set of sentences which is very easy to follow and easy to follow like i hope uh, people understand easy to follow while understanding i don't think they're as easy to follow in day to day life but i think we'll we will definitely i think uh, i want to talk more about this aspect of you only i you i really want to know where do you come from when you answer these questions about successes and you know the ingredients for success i understand them and i think i follow them as well in terms of i see how they could make a person successful but this mm-hmm. is something that i also uh, feel that is very less talked about and is not so laid out uh when it comes to you know when people are laying out maps for successes or how things will work but no one actually has a defined path for uh or they don't talk about a defined path for failure so i want to really understand what are the key ingredients for a perfect colossal failure according to you okay ingredients for a failure 
okay that that's that's a tough question first i'll 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 give you the answer to first part where do i come from success i have gotten really little success in my life i would not call myself a really achieve accomplished person but i have gotten something that was a big inflection point in my life hmm. so from where i come from from the little town i come from from the humble backgrounds i come from getting into iit then getting into good companies getting into a good salary uh, then leading the teams while you while you're really young so i was beating the average by a long shot so i have gotten some success in my younger years and that has given me just one thing i got the ingredient for it hmm it's like i ran a really small shop that did a 2 crore per annum business but i got to know that to make profit you need selling price more than cost price hmm and it is true for the biggest billionaire companies anything it works yeah so this thing is same for a kirana shop then to a really big corporate just the cost price gets more complicated selling price gets more complicated but still the same and that is how i discovered okay this something has been working for me these small successes so i have basically maybe ran sort of a bunch of kirana shops maybe a kirana shop a food outlet or maybe a clothing outlet so that those have been like three or four successes i have gotten in my life and i learned in all of them one thing was common which is the formula i gave you it should mm. be long term uncertain and goal if you have this character you would be successful in whatever you do that has been learning from all the successes i have gotten how all minuscule they are to the greater scheme of thing in the world that's first answer second you talk about what makes a really great failure so if you want to fail successfully i would <laughs> say you need four things four f to to f the failure <laughs> one is you have to feel the failure i really am a big advocate of uh, feeling your success and failure to the full most if your failure if it does not hurt you if you don't shed a tear or two it wasn't a good enough failure you have mm. to feel some sorrow you have to be kind to yourself okay i can scream i can shout i can maybe take a day or two off because i genuinely worked hard for it so feel the failure is the first thing if you don't feel the failure you won't be able to do the next steps i'm going to tell you you feel the failure second you face the failure so you just realize okay now i have done crying my eyes have gotten drier now now after let's say having a glass of water now i can see okay what went wrong just critically see what went wrong and just basically uh, see what i could have done different and what would have happened if i do so that's face the failure then it is just like after you face the failure you have to analyze the failure itself so that's like once you're done facing it you can then analyze okay what went wrong how could i have done it different and how other people have done it mm-hmm. so facing yeah. and uh, analyzing happens on the go and finally the most important one is to forget the failure so mm-hmm. uh, today virat got his 49th century uh, and i guess he has gotten 120 130 runs done 120 instances where he have gotten 50 plus runs 50 or 100 but that guy has played i guess uh, 200 something innings 200 300 innings so in half of the innings he didn't get a 50 in maybe a good number of them he got a zero 
he got a zero the other day uh, nine balls played zero runs so if he was thinking that okay i got a zero on nine balls while he was playing today he would not be able to put his bat on the ball so if you let's say if you are a founder you went for a sales pitch you try to pitch a startup to someone they really mocked you it happens a lot but if you are going with that mockery line in your head when you are pitching to the next investor it would not work after you're done with it okay what did i do wrong after you're done facing it you should forget it as well so feel it cry all you want face it and then finally forget it if you do these three things uh, you are done with uh, the failure so that's how you fail successfully you can fail at any level the, the feeling phase is longer when you fail bad but everything <laughs> do these three things this is on i don't know i have read i haven't read this in any book this is what has worked for me be it career be it academics be it relationships be it anything be it finances i just feel like okay i failed yes i failed i am sad about it i faced it what did i do wrong how do other people do it differently and then after i'm done with it i forget i am best again so it's like when you walk in the field when you go to the next instance you are the best i think you are uh, this is so similar to uh a similar conversation that i've had on the show with chetna vashisht i don't know if you're aware of her she has a channel called chat chat on youtube yep, and i i know her. i know her. she's very prominent yeah so she uh, she's she's super funny and you know she's just so full of wisdom and she told me this only that uh don't personalize your successes or failures at any point in your life and this is similar to what you are saying like you know the part where you forget about it that it's you have to look at them objectively they are outcomes of effort and situations presented to you and if you get too personalized if you get too much into the emotion that comes along with them then that you know ultimately gets you stuck you, you know you're not able to get that another movement going in and this is similar for failures and successes likewise and this is of course very similar to the thing that you were talking about so that made me remember the conversation that i had with her but now i uh, now i want to kind of pivot this conversation from uh, you know the insight and i you i actually think that you have really profound insights for uh, for someone who's actually you know who's not that old yet because people i have talked to people on the show who have been 50 60 70 and your experience uh, <laughs> your experience more than my age yeah yep. yeah i think that is that is certainly true and i want to ask you this now from now from some more practical on ground questions like people who don't have access to uh, let's say opportunities where they could directly get to talk to you and they might benefit from some answers that you could give to these questions okay Yep. so let's imagine i am a tier 2 tier 3 city student in 12th class studying in school and i am not sure what i want to do in life i just know that i want to get rich okay and i don't want yep. to get rich by any legal way uh, or anything illegitimate but i want to really make a good living out of my life i want to benefit my family my society around me but ultimately i want enough money for to feed myself my family and enough to spend on whatever i want yeah. what do i do to on practical terms like i know now philosophically what i need to do but on practical terms what should be my immediate next step is it studying for the best college that i can get is it 
going out in the field and trying to sell something is it just getting a job wherever i can find okay so first step you should do is pat your back <laughs> so you have you've gotten more figured out than most people around you so you have got figured out that you want to be rich some people start even more vague that i want to make my parents happy hmm you start like okay i want to feel good i want hmm. to be happy <laughs> so that's far more vague than the person who has got into the money aspect yeah i would say among the three things long term uncertain and goal you have gotten started to work with on the goal itself so that's where everything starts so you've gotten i want to i want to be rich and you've also gotten clear that you don't want to do something illegal that's again yeah. a step ahead. because if you start from a building block okay i want to be rich then you go further and understanding how do you become rich so when you think about that you start just it's it's like spending time with your own self and asking yourself simple questions it is again fundamental thinking this you develop if you are able to develop it you will you'll do good you don't have to care about how you'll uh, you'll reach there so then you think about okay how do i get rich okay i, I make money how do you want to make money a job or a business okay you pick a job okay how do you get a job to get a job you must have the qualification that the employer needs okay what sort of qualifications do i want to make so this again i am sort of linking it to the ikigai concept it's slightly more complicated but it really works you have to know that okay i want to be somewhere who is going to give what i need back to me suppose i want to make money i need someone else to give me his money why would he give me his money i have to give him something back hmm or can i give back yeah what is something i can either have today or i can build on my own that i can give back for money hmm if i don't have it right now which is most of the case with 12th class students what is something that is really precious so it's like okay i have to get money and i have to just do something okay i so, so it was my case i like to build things i just knew i like to build things and i would really be happy if someone pays me for it hmm and i don't like to build things that are hands on but that's a completely hands on i can't be a artisan or i can't be a really craft person or really just i can't visualize in 3d okay so i need to build something that is slightly more software based or slightly more uh, not visual so okay what is that maybe graphic designing is there okay maybe graphic then i got to know when like 2 3 years ago or something like that exist but till till okay i can do graphic design and i can make content making content is like building content so when you go in this tree like thinking okay i have to make money ways to make money ways to do this you just have a logical tree automatically forming in your brain and you then have sort of four five ideas and you are generally not mature enough to pick between four five but at least you know four five mm-hmm. that is much ahead than everyone at your age i just want to i even gave my list last tedx i ensure that everyone goes back with one point you don't have to get everything figured out it is okay to be confused every single person you see today that you might feel is your uh, ideal or the best person most successful person was confused yeah so you, if you have four five ideas okay i want to go in this direction that can take you places so the question started with okay should i do business should i do job the answer is ask yourself what can you do and what can actually 
how can you do that so if you want to do a business business happens in different ways do you want to start a simple store do you want something online or whatever slowly mm. try it out and see what are the possibilities a person's job is to maximize possibilities if you can maximize possibilities you can get success it's like uh, you are a bowler you can throw six balls in a over you can throw six of them in six different ways so that you hope the batsman gets confused on one of them and you get a wicket mm. that's all you have to do you can be like okay i am a single ball bowler you can't be yeah. a single ball bowler you must have to know okay i have this things and one of them will work out because these are the things that i do best so again we have been talking about cricket all around so i'll give you example of cricket so maybe jasprit bumrah is bowling he might know six different variations in a paced bowling attack but he can't come and bowl a googly hmm yeah no he knows the spectrum he has a wide enough spectrum but his spectrum is not infinite hmm he just know i have six or seven whatever kind of number of deliveries i mix and match i'll play with them i optimize them and then see and when you are young you have some restrictions from your capabilities and your environment i would not be like okay really a motivational speaker or really a really inspirational and just be like okay leave everything quit your job fight with your parents and then get what you want that's not the case you have some constraints and then you figure out how it will go how it will take you to the place you want to go so again every successful person people just nowadays really want to be like okay just give me a successful mantra give me really yeah. easy and yeah. but that does not happen so uh, that that's how you actually do it you have to think you have to sit if you can develop an ability to introspect and talk to yourself and ask you ask yourself tough questions and be ready to do something that you don't like for a short term for something you like in a long term you are sorted i think it's one of the things the, yeah Sorry, one continue. of one of the things that uh, aligns me with the with this line of thought is something that i personally realized this year was i i always wanted to i always thought about making money as a you know as a way to a means in terms of uh you know selling something to someone or just getting something in return like the way you mentioned you know trade but i yeah. viewed as money as the most important artifact in this whole process and i don't know which book was it or maybe some conversation but during the course of this year at some point i realized that it's it's a futile uh, measure maybe uh, for people in their different journeys of life but for me i realized that it's not money that i want to ever chase or it's not money that i ever want to make i want to create value and because it's always a trade of value i have some value that i can give to you and you have money as a means of exchanging that value so money is deemed valuable by society and it has been for a long enough time and that's economics and that's how we operate and that makes our lives very easy i have a 500 rupee note that allows me to get value worth of 500 rupees but it's essentially value trade that goes on and it's my like my then understanding of you know just getting rich shifted from uh, someone who wants money in their bank to someone who if had if they had the choice would go for just having value 
and then you know your trade of economics can shift from money gold bitcoin whatever works for you but yep. it, it's just that and it's so similar to the thing that you're talking about and i feel if you can uh, simplify this concept maybe more for people because sometimes i think it you know runs into a roadblock like people don't understand what value exactly means but i feel you could so because you've you know studied this and turns and- out i i have i have the perfect example for this i have the yeah. perfect example for this uh so suppose you own a car you can use a car to go for a trip you can own a car to just go for a drive and enjoy with your family you can go you can own a car from just travel to your uh, hometown so car has different uses car mm-hmm. runs on petrol petrol is not the means to the end it's, it's, it's not the end. You don't want your car to have petrol all the time. Petrol just helps you go from A to B. Yeah. Going from A to B is what you want to do. So money is the petrol. It helps you do what you want to do. Mm. It is not what you want to do. It just helps you do what you want to do. Something simple as you want to have food. To have a food, you have to have money. You don't eat money. So money is not the value. Food and satisfaction of hunger is the value. Yeah. The more you have, the more satisfaction to an extent you can get. Mm. So it's the means to an end. It's like uh, people people use money for donations. Why would someone donate if money is all? Yeah. They sort of exchange money for satisfaction, for peace, or for I don't know, just feeling more uh, grateful and all that things. So they exchange money for a value, no matter immaterialistic that they get. So the value is what you actually have, what you actually want. And that is the answer you get when you ask yourself, why do I need money? And how much money do I need? Mm. And in what form do I need money? Nowadays, we don't even see money. It's all internet. It's all... Yeah. uh, it's numbers we don't even see money it just gets us something so something simple as okay i do a job i do some i give some value to someone next thing they give me this much value and i use some of that value to buy food some of that value to travel some of the value to get something else so that's a transfer of value and transfer of basically if you use uh, economics terms utility Mm. so don't ever think of money as the end you should not be like, okay, I want to have a lot of petrol. I want my card tank to be full. And what will you do with that? What will you do with that? Yeah. So my, my, my favorite professor from IMA asked this question that, okay, if I give all of you $1 billion, what will you do? Some people said, okay, I'll, I'll have this food. I'll travel this way. Okay, you spent $50 million. What will you do with the rest $950? Then they were like, okay, no, I'll give this to this one, this person. Okay, you spend another 500 million. Now you have 500 million in your bank. What will you do? Then they started changing their answers. Then they were like, okay, I'll start a business. I'll start a donation. I'll start a fundraiser or I'll start a, I don't know, I'll start a company or I'll start, a, I'll buy a football company, football team. Why are you doing that? Because that's actually what you wanted to do. You wanted to do that business. You wanted to try out building that product or whatever it is, or you wanted to benefit the society, or you wanted to just be closer to the football game. Hence, you own the football team. Yeah. That's why you use. 
so money is the means that get you something that you actually value mm-hmm. and once you know what actually value then you can put an mrp to it i want to have this this particular rolex watch okay you really really want it what's the value now you know the price if you just like okay i want to have 1000 uh, crores in my bank account why do you need 1000 crores you might just be happy with 10 crores yeah <laughs> so yeah, that, i think that, that's no i think this is uh, this is so true and uh, i was reading i've been reading this book called uh, 12 rules for life by jordan peterson and he talks about this concept of people not uh, ever and this is similar to again what we were talking about previously like you know identifying a goal that you want so he talks about like how convenient it is like how most people just never uh, ideally tell what they want to do or ideally not even decide for themselves like what is a goal for them because once you don't decide what is a goal for you then essentially you can never fail because if you don't know where you want to go then you'll never you never lost because you exactly. can never say that i never missed a target because essentially there's no target like that is something that we psychologically unconsciously are doing when we don't define a goal exactly and even defining a goal even adding to that so again if you don't define there is no failure that's one advantage second advantage is goal setting is painful it's really painful and people don't like pain deciding yeah. having this conversation with your own self with your loved ones constantly asking you what do i want what do i it really hurts it generally so this is there is lot of mental pain that you have to go through just decision making is painful it has been proven through studies it's just deciding so if you just give someone okay this is only we only sell burgers it's far easier because okay, i sell we sell burgers and pizza yeah and people <laughs> to choose between them just because you give them more options they have more pain so decisions and goal setting is painful process the pain actually stops people from doing that and i think so smart decide vague then they give vague goals because mm. vague goal is easy then yeah. so it's easy to define an umbrella that okay i want to live that's it <laughs> i want to live in this place that place the more you define the more painful it is the more you have to reject the more you have to say no to and all those no's all those decisions are painful time taking and require lot of effort yeah reaching a goal is different thing finalizing a goal is also effort taking i am not scaring anyone in your audience <laughs> but if you do it that is the first step you should know where to aim that's like okay if you know the direction you are almost halfway there So that's so the now, yeah i i just i'll just add one thing i i really feel strongly about it so i have to add uh nowadays people are it's so easy to be in the top 1% or top 5% nowadays because people are really confused they have they have short term rewards and they don't like uncertainty mm. hence they don't have all three of them as i started in the conversation so if you get one of them you are better than most people and it is so painful because everyone is getting so much other relaxation from other sources that no one wants to put in effort for it so if you it it's it's far easier if i can conclude this it's far easier to be successful in the modern world than it was ever before it's far easier yeah that makes me wonder i i actually think about this and you know naturally a question comes to my mind that if this is so easy then 
why don't people realize this so it so uh, previously suppose i'll just give you a real example that everyone can just imagine there was a time when he really wanted to study something there were generations who didn't have books to study Mm-hmm. then there were generations who didn't have coaching or education institutes in their city to study then there was a generation who didn't have money to study mm-hmm. now there were now the today's generation is they don't have the desires to study <laughs> they can study on youtube everything is getting so come everything is coming to you it's like it's like the spoon is coming closer to your mouth because you didn't have food now the spoon is just next to your mouth you just have to take it that's how easy it has gotten but just because it has gotten so easy it's not just one spoon you have so many spoons lined around your mouth that you're mm. confused you're not eating any of it problem of choice yes the problem of choice is there and so if i even add to that metaphor you're not that hungry either nowadays yeah. you see india india is a far richer country than it was the average person in india is sort of doing better than it was everyone is getting like something so if you look at maslow's law, uh, hierarchy pyramid you will see that the bottom line the, the food the requirement of shelter almost all of them is sort of surely getting taken care of it's like your stomach is mostly full you would be fine if you don't succeed that is the relaxation mm. and you can succeed in so many ways is the confusion so relaxation bundled with confusion leads makes it harder for more people to not succeed if you have so like nowadays i guess you have to excuse the audio coming from behind yeah so so nowadays if you look at people they got fine if they are not excelling hmm so like okay no you have to have a desire in yourself okay i have to still get it it's like i want to do more than what i have you must have some greed some ambitiousness inside you despite having a filled stomach it's like you have dal chawal with you every single day for the rest of your life you have to be slightly crazy to want that i don't want dal chawal <laughs> i need nutritious every single day i need to eat it in a five star with a good ambience i need to i don't know have this dal chawal in a helicopter <laughs> it's slightly crazy to do something more Previously, yeah. people didn't have dal chawal at all. Yeah. Well, okay, I have. I if I don't do something, I'll be hungry. I'll starve to death. That's not the case. Hmm. And nowadays, you can move from dal chawal to butter chicken to also chow mein. You have so many options. So just because you have options, you can't choose what to move to. Hmm. And this is why I'm saying, eating is not the difficult part. Choosing and building ambition is a difficult part. having a desire in yourself to do it you see people people are not to desire because they were hungry the hunger is missing the hunger and goal setting is missing and if you do that hence i say it's far easier to be successful nowadays in terms of things you have to do it's more of a mental game than a resource game you have to and to some people it will feel the the mental prison is far stronger than the physical prison previously people only had the physical prison there so so some people broke through nowadays the mental prison of confusion and lot of uh, having lot of satisfaction is blocking people up
man this is this just blows away my mind like you're so uh, fully packed of stuff that uh, that actually hits that actually makes a lot of sense to me um i i think the part that i like the most about this conversation is the fact that you know it's easy to digest and at the same time it also allows you to uh, uncover different topics so you know i'm super grateful that you were on the show and we got to talk so much more about you know many different things uh, do you have any last bit of anecdotal because i love always these iit i am uh, professors uh, you know thought experiments so if you have any or anything else that you want to share before we conclude this episode that would be great iit i am i i don't know why uh, if i can just summarize iit i am in in a short span but they have really changed my life i hmm. got to meet people i got to experience things that were far beyond my scope they became my inflection point hence i hence i got to be what i am so they became my means to an end my end my goal was finally okay, i have to build something and i really want to do something bigger in life hence i hence i do these tedx speeches and do these podcasts and write on every platform that i could find because yeah. i just want to help other people and really want to add value as you said the value exchange actually gets you what you actually value what you actually want so if if uh, anyone is listening to a podcast i know nowadays listening to a podcast or listening to any other thing for anything more than 30 seconds is really hard <laughs> if any listener has got yeah try 3 seconds <laughs> yeah so the the span is uh, not much so if someone has gotten till here they have gotten the first element right which is to work for something that's long term and if you can do this if you have the perseverance if you can just build the character as we talked about throughout the podcast no matter your stream no matter where you come from no matter where you have studied from uh, you would get what you want even if i if i meet anyone today who is from a different college a different stream i have lot of respect for them i don't feel like okay i have i am on a pedestal or something that's where we started as why i listen yeah. to people so i am chill with it. i just want to have conversation i just want to be like okay can you teach me something can you actually help me uh, become better so that i can i can do something more and this this has been the flow of my life i really wish uh, whatever i shared through my limited experience can help people i would never say that i have done a lot i have just done few things a lot of times mm i have just done them a lot of times and i have analyzed them even more yeah so i uh, think deeply i spend time myself i i analyze things and i try out as much as i can hence in a lesser time span i can give you the insights that i gave you but does the secret to any success hence hence these all these successful talks align yeah because it is simple you ask anyone they just rephrase the same thing yeah it's it's pretty much the same it's like it you'll find it in in holy books you'll find it in any podcast you'll find it in any any motivational speaker because it's it's pretty much the same yeah you just have to find one choose one place maybe this podcast is all you had to listen to and uh, you'll be through you just have to now get on to the harder part of working on something and harder part of uh, goal setting 
that's about it. And I would just say, I would have just observed this trend. People should really stop seeking motivation. Mm. There should be no reason for you to find motivation. Motivation is just like a boost you can have at times. Okay, really low. You need a five-minute boost. That's all it is. If you're like, okay, I have seen this podcast. I'm just talking to the audience right now. If you've seen this podcast, okay, I want to find the next podcast so I can get new ideas about how to be successful. It's just one idea. Choose one and start working on it. You don't need much motivation. If you really are driven, one is enough. One (laughs) is enough. Start working. And I hope the audience finds value. I am really grateful for you to having me. Uh, And I had a great time. I love talking to you. Likewise, man, it was great talking to you. I think we'll have you on the show again for some time. Once you've had more insights for us to all learn from. Thank you so much, Ayu, for doing this. Uh, I'm super grateful for you being on the show. Thank you.